All right, so entrance and the fun. At the name of Jesus, every knee should bend of those in the heavens and those on the earth and and under the earth. And uh, for the Lord became obedient to death, death on a cross. Therefore, Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. <clears throat> There's a, I mean, how I understand it. Uh, I'm going to start this a little differently. Okay. Um, the coming of Jesus Christ was a big shift in in the universe that's been dominant by sin. When Adam and Eve, when our first parents uh, reached their hand out and took sin, bitten into the fruit of sin, and uh, bitten into the, the forbidden fruit and committed that cosmic uh-huh. sin. Well, let's try to understand it from a perspective, uh, from our own human perspective and our relationship with a fallen creation, with a creation that fell because of the disobedience of our parents. It wasn't just, it wasn't just our, our nature, it was our nature and our relationship with all of with all of creation, the creation that God gave us, the universe we inhabit, the the world we inhabit, and the universe we inhabit, we are disconnected to it. We are at war with it. We're at war with ourselves. Men and women are at war with themselves. Men are at war. Each individual man is at war with himself as well as his, you know, those around him. Um, Women are at war with themselves. We're at war. I mean, look at us. Our sin is so bad that now we're at war with our own gender. We have... We're at war with our own gender. We're so, when we don't look to God, we try to find happiness in ourselves. You know, we're, we're living now in the trend of self. If you noticed, you know, love of self, question of self, hatred of self. We, we may not be the gender. We can question the gender that we're born in. Now we're, that's being taught in schools, which uh, a few decades ago, this would have been considered uh, child abuse. I mean, the stuff, we're, the stuff that's being done now, you know, <laughs> makes the Nazis look like kindergarten kids. Seriously. They, it, it makes them look like, uh, you know... <laughs> It, it makes them look like little innocent lambs. It's amazing, all right? What was considered anti-Semitic and and hate and, and racist, now it's it's legal, right? It's ridiculous. But let's face it, we are at war with ourselves when we turn our backs on God, when we abandon God, when we when we 
throw God out of our lives, out of our schools, out of our um, philosophies, out of our universities. When we throw him out of science, when we, when we, when we throw him out of the quest for, for truth, for knowledge, we go down an ugly, an ugly, uh, an, an ugly path. And we, we are in a path of self-destruction. You know, <laughs> it's interesting. Um, as a kid, you know, homosexuality back in the 80s, I was going to school in the late 70s, early 80s. It was... We used to make fun of it. And we used to make fun of the boys that we questioned to be gay. They used to be, you know, when we got to the high school, when I got into high school, uh, that was the era of AIDS. And, you know, and, you know, we, you know, like now, now that we know it, you don't want to make fun of somebody And ostracize the person that could lead them to to committing suicide. You don't want that because no one wants to be made fun of. But the problem is, is that we live in a society now where it's abusing. It's abusing. It's manipulating race. It's manipulating gender. For political, we have politicians who use it, who use anything to stay in political power. This is the thing that kills even more. And we have leaders. One of our our, our leader, our, our our religious leaders, go along with this, and it, and a lot of people are amazed, and 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 a lot of Catholics especially are are, are amazed how our religious leaders could do this. And the answer is, I think I understand. Jesus, Jesus told us the story. The story was told over and over again. All right. First thing is our, our first parents were the first Judases. Adam and Eve were the first Judases, Right. The next Judas after them was Cain. And that spread out. And then suddenly we had a, you know, we had the flood. And we had a a new beginning. And then Ham, the son of Noah, was again the new Cain, the new Adam who, 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 uh, and it was, and I believe with all honesty that Ham's assault was sexual. I believe he he assaulted uh, his attack on his father. Either not directly on his father was a, was it was a sexual assault. We don't know because it, it's really very. There's also it's still vague. But the fact is, looking upon his father's nakedness, and then went and told his brothers was a, a reference to a sexual assault. Possibly he might have raped 
his father's wife, his stepmother. Hence, Cain, Canaan, was a son of Ham. And Canaan came out of nowhere. He came out of nowhere. Not that came out of nowhere. He just appeared. The references skips over. It, uh, the assault was so offensive and so tragic in that early generation, in that generation at the time, that it made a reference. You know, it, it, it wasn't, you know, because later on, you hear this when it's done to Jacob, when Reuben violated uh-huh. his, uh, uncovered his father's nakedness because he he had a a, a, a a relationship literally it's considered a form of incest at the time in that culture Reuben had an affair with his father uh, father Jacob's concubine is uncovering your father's nakedness it's, it's it's a sexual assault on your parents bed it's considered incest and Suddenly, Canaan is born, and now we the, the sin, the result of the forbidden fruit, not to reach out their hand to the good and eat uh, to, to the uh, to to the knowledge, uh, to tree of knowledge is has caused us to be at war with our bodies. We can't control our passions. And now look at the world we live in. All right. It's funny. The bow, I said this before, the term the bow, which is the rainbow, was God's bow and arrow. All right. For a hero in the ancient world, for a warrior in the ancient world, if the bow is held um, conclave, like, you know, uh, the curve going going up, not down, of the bow of the bow, that meant that the God is at war. But he held the bow curved down. As we see the way rainbows are, it meant he's not at war. His he's he's resting his arm. So now <laughs> the rainbow has become a symbol of sexual rebellion, of sexual war against God. The results are economic unrest, plague, pandemics, social unrest, revolution. Um, the result is going to be uh, what they constantly keep talking about climate change, what is going to be earthquakes. It's going to be um, storms. It's going to be failed crops. It's going to be droughts. All this, if you want to know why, if all the stuff of fear about climate change is because of sin. Now, of course, people are going to say, this is not science. You know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. In the world in the past, whenever human beings have become politically and socially and morally depraved, 
right? When a society fell apart, the result was always drought, pandemic, political and social unrest. And, and, and you know, disease is going to spread. Okay? It's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. And we live in a society now that's become so radically secularized, it's not going to stop. So, let's begin. Okay, the... The first uh, reading is going to be from Isaiah 50. Okay, chapter uh, 4 to, uh, to, ni- to 9. My faith I did not shield from buffets and spitting. Okay, the reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord God has given me a well-trained tongue that I might know how to speak to the weary, a word that will arouse them. Morning after morning, he opens my ear that I may hear. And I have not rebelled, have not turned back. I gave my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plucked my beard. My face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. The Lord God is my help, therefore I am not disgraced. I have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. He is near who upholds my right. If anyone wishes to oppose me, let us appear together. Who disputes my right? Let him confront me. See, the Lord God is my help. Who will prove me wrong? Uh, Psalm 69. Lord, Lord, in your great love, answer me. For your sake I bear insult, and shame covers my face. I become an outcast to my brothers, a stranger to my mother's sons. Because zeal for your house consumes me, and the insults of those who blaspheme fall upon me. Lord, in your great love, answer me. Insult has broken my heart, and I am weak. I looked for sympathy, but there was none. For counselors, but not one could I find. Rather, they put gall in my food, and in my thirst they give me vinegar to drink. Lord, in your great love, answer me. I will praise the name of God in, God in song. I will glorify him with thanksgiving. See, you lowly ones, and be glad. You who seek God, may your heart May your hearts revive. Lord, in your great love, answer me. Um, made a mistake. I should have read the whole thing here. Sorry, I'll, I'll read it again. I will praise the name of God in song, and I will glorify him with thanksgiving. See, you lowly ones, and be glad. You who seek God, may your hearts revive. For the Lord ha- hears the poor, and his own and his own who are in bonds he he spurns not lord in your great love answer me all right so let's read it one more time psalm 69 for your sake i bear insult and shame covers my face i have become an outcast to my brothers a stranger to my mother's sons because zeal for your house 
consumes me, and the incense of those who blaspheme you fall upon me. Lord, in your great love, answer me. Insult has broken my heart, and I am weak. I looked for sympathy, but there was none. For counselors, not one could I find. Rather, they put gall in my food, and in my thirst they give me vinegar to drink. Lord, in your great love, answer me. I will praise the name of God in song. I will glorify him with thanksgiving. See, you lowly ones, and be glad. You who seek God, may your hearts revive. For the Lord has, the Lord hears the poor, and his and his own who are in bonds he spurns not. Lord, in your great love, answer me. Okay, so now we got Matthew chapter 16, verse 14 to 25. The Son of Man indeed goes, as it is written of him, but woe to the, to the man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. One of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him thirty pieces of silver, and from that time on he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him. The teacher says, My appointed time draws near. In in your house I shall celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered and prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at the at table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him, one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord, he said in reply. He who has dipped his hand in the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes as is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had never been born. Then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. He answered, You have said so. Okay, that's the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Are we worse than Judas, or is Judas worse than any of us? He didn't know he, he knew Jesus personally. Is Simon Peter worse than Judas? Because he denied our Lord three times. How about the other apostles? The other, I mean, Judas is the 12th apostle, and then you're down to 11, and what about the other 10? They all abandoned him, ran. We don't hear anything from them. 
Simon Peter denied him three times. And according to Luke, <clears throat> he turned, the Lord turned and looked at him. And at that very moment, we're told that the cock crowed three times. He cursed, he even cursed and swore that he never knew the man. According to Thomas Aquinas and several of the great saints, what exactly happened was that Simon Peter put himself in a position he wasn't ready for. <clears throat> he wanted to believe he was brave enough to, to die for the Lord, but he wasn't really ready. He wasn't ready because he wasn't uh, spiritually spiritually mature, I guess you can say, um, equipped, another proper word you could say, to handle himself against the world. But again, are we far more worse? I mean, think about it. We got Catholic politicians who... I mean, just recently, if you listen to John Henry Weston's uh, um, Life Site News, there's a, I mean, he talks about how Joe Biden, I don't know, he just made a new day where he's celebrating people of LGBT, M-E-L-G-B-T-Q, uh, whatever other letter they put on there. And he claims that they're made in the image and likeness of God, which they are as human beings. They're made in the image and likeness of God. But he didn't, he doesn't bother to quote the part where it says they're male and female. God made them male and female. There's a distinction which conveniently he will not acknowledge for political convenience. And yet... Who's worse, Judas Iscariot, Simon Peter, the other apostles about throughout history, those who or those particular priests, successor of the apostles and bishops who embraced heresy, Arianism, the denial that Jesus is God, Gnosticism, which uh, there were different forms of it, where they, you know, did not acknowledge. Uh, they denied one part of the nature and embraced another kind of a nature. And then there's, um, well, there's all kinds of heretics down to today to Jehovah Witnesses and Mormonism. And even the denial of the Trinity. Islam denies that Jesus is God. I mean, we have Catholics today, we as Catholics today, vote for abortion. We, we support politicians and we support same-sex marriage as Catholics today who vote for these things. And our, we've got politicians that 
and we got bishops who, bishops and priests, like I me, and you got James Martin, and you got other bishops who support LGBTQ. You got the German bishops who, who want to legalize and then maybe perform sex, same sex marriage. Which, which one is worse? Is it Judas? Or is it Catholics today? Which one of us? I mean, then you got some bishops in Austria and Germany who went ahead with the, uh, some of them, not all, but went ahead with Hitler. Does, I mean, it's just, Judas was a warning. Judas is a picture of apostate priests, apostate bishops, heretics. We, all of us, have done the same thing. We make compromises in our head, we make excuses, and we don't need 30 pieces of silver to back it up. We do it all the time. Some do it for fame. Some do it for political power, for political convenience. Others do it because they're afraid. Yeah, afraid of others. What others say, opinion, for convenience. It's sad, but it's true. Jesus knew who Judas was when he picked him. Yet, did Jesus love him? Yes. We can't deny that he loved him. Did Jesus knew that Judas was stealing from the money bag? He knew. He knew. That's, that's Jesus. He knew. And yet he still loved him. Did he give him every single opportunity? to repent. Yes, he did. Yet, at the same time, he anointed Judas. Judas went ahead. He healed people, gave sight to the blind. Um, no, healed the sick, made the lame walk, cleansed lepers. He did all those things along with the other apostles. Yet, in the end, he denied our Lord. He denied he ever knew him three times. I mean, that's Simon Peter, excuse me. But Judas betrayed him for 30 pieces of silver. I'm sorry. Judas betrayed him for 30 pieces of silver. He knew Judas was stealing money. He knew Judas was just was eventually going to fall. So are we better than Judas? No. Is Judas worse than all of us? To some extent, yes. But then again, what do you say to men who choose to be priests? Who choose to who choose to be anointed so they can say mass. 
which one of us it's not it's not um it's not easy for us because we're not god only god knows only christ will be held will have the power to make that judgment the rest of us um the rest of us i think are just left in our tears it's best i mean remember what he said about judas it's better that this man was never been born. But he could say that about a lot of bishops, a lot, about a lot of successor of the apostles. Yeah, it's, a, it's one of those things. All right, I'm going to end it here. So saying, Our Father, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory now and forever. Amen. So I'm going to end it here. Um, I'll be back soon. I'll put as many readings as I can for the Holy Week. God bless.